One time Molly was hanging out with his friend, Bill the Badger. Bill had a hard kind of road in life. And it was kind of his own making. They met up in the morning and went to a cafe kind of near Bill's apartment. Bill was outside and Bill said, yeah, I want to sit outside and uh, have a cigarette. And I said, oh, um, I don't know, it's, it says no smoking even here in the patio. I said, no, it's fine, it, it, it doesn't matter. And so he lit up a cigarette and started smoking. And a couple of the other people that were out there kind of like coughed really loudly in his direction, but he ignored them. He said, Ollie, I think people want you to put the cigarette out. I mean, uh, sorry, Bill. Bill, I think it's people want you to put the cigarette out. I said, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. We can ignore them. If they really have a problem, they'll actually say something. I said, all right, I mean, it's your, it's your neighborhood, I guess. So Bill continued smoking, and the waiter came out. The waiter said, oh, sir, I'm sorry, this is a no-smoking section. And Bill said, oh, yeah, okay, sorry, I'll put it on just a minute. Um, I'll have a coffee and a bagel. And I'll like, whatever he wants on me. Now I was embarrassed, you know, because his friend was there smoking. And I said, oh, I'll have, I'll have a latte and a, a bowl of granola with yogurt. And the waiter left. And Bill kept smoking a cigarette. And they, and they got, you know, they were talking about other things. Bill finished his cigarette and stumped it out on the ground. And I was like, all he thought in his head, oh, he was done with the cigarette. That was embarrassing. And pretty soon the waiter brought out the coffees, and then a couple minutes later brought out the food. And when the, after the food got out, Bill lit up another cigarette. And I said, dude, I really don't think you're supposed to smoke here. So I said, I'm telling you, it's not a problem. We can ignore it. They're not going to do anything. We'll know if they get really mad. I said, all right, man. I just wish you wouldn't, but all right. And so they ate their breakfast. And I was surprised that Bill even wanted to eat breakfast while smoking a cigarette, but he did. He smoked a cigarette with one hand and switched between his coffee and his bagel with the other hand. Now I saw some of the other patrons talking quietly to the waiter. But he didn't, you know, he just ate his granola and drank his coffee and talked to Bill. And a few minutes later, the manager came out. He picked up Bill's bagel and picked up his coffee. And the other waiter came and picked up Ollie's granola bar and his coffee. And they took him. And Bill said, well, what's going on here? So we'll be back in a second. And they came back out just to, you know, 30 seconds later, and they'd put everything in to-go cups. They'd put the cups, the granola, and the coffee in to-go cups and the bagel in a to-go box. And they said, I'm sorry, sir, you'll have to go. Um, you can't smoke cigarettes here. Uh, we tried to warn you that the customers asked you not to. Um, I'm sorry. You need to leave. You can't smoke here. Bill said, no, I'm sorry, it's, it's cool, I'll, I'll put it out. Like, no, I'm sorry, it's, it's, 
It's too late for that. You need to leave. I'm asking you to leave. So Bill and Ollie, Ollie being horribly embarrassed, and Bill just mostly being mad, picked up their stuff and they left. And Bill's like, can you believe the nerve of that guy? No, I didn't really say anything. I said, um, let's talk about something else. So they did for a while and they walked around. Um, the next thing they were going to go to was to, over to the library. Uh, Bill had some books he needed to return. And Dolly was just going to, you know, kind of browse. So they got into Bill's car. And, you know, drove over there. <laughs> and on the way, Bill was like, oh, hold on a second, I need to mail some stuff. And he pulled his car over, but not like in a parking space, just kind of off to the side of the road. And put on slashers. Oh, hold on, I'm just going to run over to the mailbox. The mailbox was across the street and up at the top of the block. Well, back at the uh, back in where they came. And I said, um, all right. Bill hopped out of the car with the mail. And looking carefully, he crossed the road. I started walking up toward the mailbox. Meanwhile, another car pulled up behind him and couldn't get by it safely without crossing into the other lane. He thought that the Bill, Bill's car was going to go. He didn't know that Bill had gotten out of the car. Oh, I just shrunk down in his seat and tried to hide. And Bill was just walking, putting his mail in. And the guy started honking. And he started really laying on the horn. And started yelling on the window, go, what are you doing? Why are you just sitting there? Go, go. And just started honking and honking. And Bill saw what was going on, but he wasn't going to run. So he put his mail in the box and started walking back. By that time, the guy got out of his truck and went over to the car. And he saw there wasn't anybody in the car, and he started getting really mad, and he started yelling at Ollie. He said, what are you doing? Move this stupid car. I said, I'm sorry, it's not my car. I'm sorry, it's not my car. I, I, I don't know what to do here. I can't help you. And he was just yelling at Ollie. And then he spotted Bill, who was about to cross the street, and started yelling at Bill. You can't just leave your car on the road here. What's wrong with you? And Bill said, man, calm down. Said, no, you get your car, stupid car out of the road. I'm going to call the cops on you. He said, you're not going to call the cops. So watch me. I'm doing it right now. And he pulled out his phone and started talking to the cops. And Bill hurriedly got into his car and sped off. And the guy was shaking his fist after him. I was like, dude, what was that? Why did you? Come on, man. I said, I didn't think he was going to really call the cops. I thought he was just going to kind of be mad. And I could ignore him, but I guess he was i guess he was for real. Do you think he'd wrote down the license plate? I said, I don't know, man. I didn't see him write anything down, but he seemed pretty mad. I said, yeah, well, that was a close one. That could have gotten worse, I guess, if he'd been like a fighty type. Well, I said, yeah, yeah, that could have been worse, yeah. They pulled around and parked, legally this time, at the library. Bill got out with a big stack of books in his arm. I said, whoa, that's a lot of books. He said, yeah, no, I'm a big reader. Uh, I read a lot, so the library's an important place for me. 
that's cool. You need help carrying? Bill said, yeah, sure, if you want to get these four, then I can get these other seven pretty easily. So they walked across the street and went into the library. And Bill took the books over to the library and I said, hey, and took these back in. I think one or two of them might be late. The library started checking them in. Yeah, this one's late. Uh-oh, um, well, this one's late, too. And he went through, and all but two of them were late. Some of them were late by, like, months. I said, Sir, I actually called you about some of these books. We asked you to bring them back. They're really, really late. We don't really do the late fees anymore, um, but you've actually, at this point, you've purchased some of these books because they're so late. I said, what? What are you talking about? I said, well, that's it's always been the case that if you, you know, are really, really late with a book, we just charge your account for the replacement fee. That's been the case, you know, forever. Um, but now we don't really do the late fees anymore. <laughs> Send you an email or a text, depending on how you've set up. When it's due, and then when it's overdue, and then when it's overdue past the renewal period, and then six days before, uh, we just charge you for the replacement fee. And uh, yeah, I can see here in my records all the dates of when we sent you those various messages. And on, yeah, on these four, uh, we've already charged you the replacement fee. Uh, you can donate the book if you want back to the library, um, but I can't take the charges off your card. I said, what, are you kidding me? How much do I owe? I said, well, let's see, this one, this one is 18, no, Bill. Bill said, sorry, yeah, right. I said, I meant Bill. Bill said, how much do I owe? My friend said, well, this one's 18, this one's 27. 27, Bill said. I said, yeah, it's a hardback book, it's expensive. And then this one is 15, and this one's 16. Bill said, wow, man, that's... That's a lot. And the said, yeah, I mean, we tried to, to ask you as nicely as we could to return the books, and you just didn't. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, we can't let you check out any more books until you've, until you've paid the fees. And Bill got mad. I said, what are you talking about? You can't, you can't revoke my library card. That's nonsense. You don't really do that. I said, no, we're not going to revoke your library card, but... Until you've paid the fees off, you don't have any borrowing privileges. You're, of course, welcome to hang out in the library, but you can't take anything out until you've paid off the fees. I said, man, forget you guys. I'm leaving. Ollie, let's go. And Ollie just had this embarrassed look on his face. Looked at the library, and the librarian looked at Ollie, gave him a shrug. And so they left. I said, man, this is been kind of an exhausting morning, hasn't it? Bill said, yeah, man, I don't know why everyone's up at my grill today. I said, hey, why don't we go, why don't we go over by my neighborhood for a while, see if we can get a change of pace. Bill said, sure, sure. So they headed over to Ollie's neighborhood, which wasn't that far away, but far away enough. Hmm, <sighs>
Well, about that time, it was about time for lunch. And so they went to this um, like Mexican place near Ali's apartment. And they went inside, and the line was pretty long. Not, not super long, but enough they were going to have to wait. And Ali was still kind of near the door, and he saw one of the employees um, carrying like a big load of stuff, maybe deliveries, two or three big boxes. And the employee said, hey, man, could you get that door for me, maybe? And Ali said, sure, sure, no problem. And he popped out of line and held the door open for the guy. He said, thanks, thanks, really appreciate it. I said, no problem. He got back in line and didn't think much of it. Me and Bill were just chatting, talking about politics and sports and all kinds of things. And then they got up to the front. And Bill checked out. And... Um, when Ollie checked out with his, there's an extra thing of nachos and an extra thing of nacho cheese uh, and an iced tea. I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, uh, I didn't order the nachos or the iced tea. Said, oh, yeah, no, those are free. Uh, thanks for helping out the guy cutting out the door. I said, oh, thank you. That's nice. Appreciate that. Said, yeah, yeah, I know you like iced tea. You usually get that iced tea when you're here. So, uh, yeah, on the house. Appreciate it. I said, well, thank you. Bill said, wow, that's cool. I said, yeah, no, that's nice of them. That's, that's cool. And they ate their lunch. And they talked for a while then about what they would both do if they were building a house from scratch. It was an interesting conversation. As they were leaving, uh, they were waiting outside the outside of the restaurant, just kind of idling there. And a lady came by pushing a big stroller with, like, three kids in it. And they had, Ollie and Bill were just kind of tired, and they weren't really paying much attention, and the lady came up close and said, oh, excuse me, can I squeeze by you here? And Bill ignored him, ignored her. I said, oh, yeah, hold on a second. Hey, Bill, come on, let's get out of the way. And Bill said, oh, uh, sure, yeah. And they scooted out of the way, just put no door to the side, no big deal. And the lady gave him a big smile, and all three kids looked over and waved and gave a big smile, and it was very, they were very cute. I said, thank you, misters. I said, oh, that's sweet. What, what nice kids. What nice kids you have in your neighborhood, Ollie. I said, yeah, I, got, yeah, I guess. I, I haven't seen those kids before, but yeah, they seem nice. Then they went over to Ollie's apartment. They were gonna watch uh, watch a movie. And as they went in, the superintendent was coming out. I said, "Oh, Ollie, I want to say I really appreciate. I got your rent. I really appreciate you paying your rent early. It really makes it easy on me. Uh, so I left a little present for you at your door." I said, "Oh, well, that's nice. See, thank you. You don't have to do that. I, you know, I just pay the rent when I." Get my paycheck. It's no big deal. Uh, and landlord said, "Yeah, I know. And you've been doing it for a long time. I just wanted to say I appreciate it. It makes things a little easier for me, and I'm glad it doesn't make a big inconvenience for you. But still, appreciate it." And I went upstairs, and there was a, a six-pack of beer just inside of his door. Both said, "Wow, 
That's awesome, man. I got I got to move into your neighborhood, man. People are nicer over here. They sat down and all. I said, Bill, I don't know that people are nicer in my neighborhood. Honestly. Honestly, Bill. You're giving people a lot of bad options, man. When we were hanging out in your neighborhood, everything you were doing, you were pushing everybody, pushing, pushing, pushing. I mean, I don't know what other choice that the waiter and the owner of the cafe had other than to kick us out. You kept smoking cigarettes in the non-smoking area. And you blocked the whole lane with your car. And then, yeah, it sounds like they did everything they could at the library to, you know, get you to bring the books back without charging you for them. But you just ignored all of that. Only thing I did differently over here was I was paying attention to what people were saying and doing around me. And I, when people, somebody asked me for some help or whatever, I just did it right away instead of making them get mad first. I don't think that it's my neighborhood's nice. It's in your neighborhood. I think it's just a difference in how we're interacting in our neighborhoods with the people around. Bill said, oh, yeah, I just see what you mean. I guess that makes more sense than just a whole neighborhood being a jerk. Maybe it's me that's being the jerk. And I said, well, you know, I mean, I don't hang out with jerks, but I think that if you were a little more thoughtful about some people that weren't, I mean, you're thoughtful to me, but I'm your friend. But anybody's, everybody's nice to their friends. But if you didn't ignore people, and you, you know, just responded a little more quickly to people, you might find a lot of doors open to you. Bill said, "Yeah, you're right. Well, maybe I'll give that a shot." Anyway, as you said, I am nice to my friends, so I brought your favorite movie over. UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. I said, oh, that is my favorite movie. Well, we got this six-pack of beer, and I'll make some popcorn. Bill said, all right. 